out, all millennials, step out. Our Father and our God, we fall prostrate before your presence, confessing our sins that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. Thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace. Thank you, Lord God, for these millennials. Bless them. Bless our church. And God, speak to us through your word. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. Have your way in our lives. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give our millennials a hand clap. Come on now. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Now, our, our millennials are supposed to be 23 to 38. We just cut it off at 40. If you are 23 to 40, stand on your feet, please. 23 to 40. Oh, yeah, 23 to 40. There you go. Praise Jesus. We're going to come back. Come back. That's a great age. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Church, say amen. amen. Praise the name of Jesus. I just turned 40, so I know. 23 to 40. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. And his mercy endures forever. To our co-laborers in the gospel, our ministers, to our visiting pastor, our friend, the brother in Christ, to all of you who are there, out there this morning, we greet you in a name that is above every name, and I am a proponent that the Word of God ought to grab you. Can I get a witness? To Yvette, our Latina, and to our lovely African couple, we love you. Thank you so much. And I am a, I'm pushing diversity, and I'm pushing new approaches. Amen. In, in these last days, we're going to uh, explore and uh, try to find God's blessings in everything we do. Amen. This morning, I'm uh, in John 15, St. John 15, please turn, and uh, I want to read the uh, first three verses. I know you know it, but I'm going to prove to you you don't know it. John 15, first three verses, our focal point in this new year. We began with rebuilding the walls of our ruin from Nehemiah. There's some ruinous areas in our lives that need rebuilding. We need to rebuild our marriages, rebuild with our children, rebuild with our families. And uh, then we move to, uh, amen, supporting from the rear. All the women in Romans 16 that Paul said helped him tremendously. No one ever heard of them. But that's the way it is when you're in the rear. People don't have to hear of you. They can see what you've done. Can I get a witness? And, and then we, uh, last week, 
Your puzzle is plain to God, dealing with the providence of God. Pro video, God placed you in a certain place for a certain reason. Can I get a witness? And, and today, we're looking at this matter of a powerful process to his peace. Powerful process to his peace. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branches cannot bear fruit of itself except ye abide in me, for without me ye can do nothing. Let me uh, deal with the truism of this text. And as I deal with this text, I am automatically going to shatter some of your false concepts about salvation, sanctification, and satisfaction. God uses imagery in his word in order to teach us truth. That which is operational in both the norm and the abnormal, God uses. Let me, let me stop pausing part. God, the psalmist said, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament, the sky, shows his handiwork. I'm all right with the heavens I know there is a God. I have no room for atheism. Because the word declare in the Greek is caruso, which means that the heavens preach God. That every time I look at the sun, the moon, and the stars, the Milky Way, I know there is a God. Can I get a witness? And the sun and the moon is taking shifts. Lord have mercy. I, I, I know, I know, I know that there is a God somewhere. Only, only, only God can hold up something that has no hooks on it. And by him all things consist. Do I have a witness? In, in the beginning, God, Elohim, created Barah, the heavens and the earth, can I get a witness? And, 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 and you got to understand that uh, uh, the, 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 the creation didn't come before God. In fact, Job 38, 7, don't turn now. Job tells us that it was at creation that the sons of God shouted for joy. Well, who are the sons of God? I'm glad you asked. They were the angels. When God threw out the Milky Way, when God said, let there be, the angels were shouting over God's wisdom. Can I get a witness? He spoke into existence something out of nothing. Uh, do I have a witness? 
and, 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 and so God, 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 God was able, amen, in his operations of both the norm and the abnorm to move. It blows my mind that when Jesus was on earth, they caught a boat to an island called the Gadarenes. And when they landed at the island, he and disciples, Jesus climbed out of the boat. And as he climbed out of the boat, he started walking and, yeah, this demon-possessed man, full of demons, named Legion, uh, came running towards Jesus. And when he got in front of Jesus, he fell down and worshipped him. And Jesus said, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion, 6,000 Roman soldiers, for we are many. 6,000 to one, and they said, permit us to go into the swine. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, child of God, when you keep tracking the life of Jesus, you can't help but walk away scratching your head. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, yeah, and, and, and so, child of God, through the operations of the norm and the unnorm, through the organic of nature, God moves. Jesus was hungry one day, walking by himself and saw a fig tree. Fig tree represents Israel. And from a distance, he saw leaves on the fig tree. And on a fig tree, the figs grow first and the leaves grow last. So when he saw the leaves, he was hungry. He just knew the, the fig tree had figs. When he got up, on the fig tree, there was no figs, but it had leaves, so he cursed the fig tree. Because the fig tree wasn't operating the way it was supposed to operate. And too often we come to church and we wear the garments of religiosity. We look religious, but we ain't got no fruit. Do I have a witness? We, we don't have the fruit of the Spirit, we don't have the fruit of praise. We sit here dead as a doornail. Can I get a witness? We're looking at our clocks to get out. We're looking. Come on now. We're scheduling something for the end of the day. But it was God that you up. It was God that uh, put the next breath in your body. It was, it was the Lord that somebody didn't break in and kill you last night. It was, can I get a witness? It was the Lord that brought you from a mighty long way. And the least you can do once a week is to praise his name. The least you can do is praise his name. The least. I, 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 I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. Paul said, I'm not ashamed. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Buddha didn't save me. Hindu did nothing for me. Can I get a witness? There's only one name given among men whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? So we see this organic amen uh, happening about to take place. 
and the outcomes of nurturing. John 15 is an organic picture of an organized system. Yeah, and the metaphor here is about faith, fruit, and fixture. Yeah, and when you look at this chapter, let me uh, slow up a minute. You got to examine the context and ask yourself some questions. What is it not saying? And whatever it is saying, how does that fit the chapter? Can I get a witness? I'm so, I'm so tired of preachers and teachers messing up the text, inserting their opinions where we don't need their opinions inserted. And here, there's three things, let me keep it simplistic, connection, cleansing, and communion that's in this particular chapter. Now let me stop. Uh, you may be here and have connection, but you don't have no cleansing. You may be here with connection and cleansing, but you don't have no communion. And because you don't have all three, your prayers are not answered, and your joy is not full. I'm preaching somebody this morning. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, when you look at John 15, this is the last of the I am's in John. Ego, emi in the Greek means I am, signifying his deity as the son of God and God the son. Now, I'm a troublemaker, so let me make some trouble. There are a lot of denominations, there are a lot of faiths that will accept Jesus as Son of God. But they won't fool with God the Son. God the Son denotes he's all God and all man. He's the hypostatic union, he always was. He's the wasness of was. In the beginning was the word. The word was already in place before the world came. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and you got to understand what John, John is out to prove that he is God. And, 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 and so ego emi in, in chapter 6, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Meaning nothing else is going to satisfy you but me. Drugs ain't going to satisfy you. Sex ain't going to satisfy you. Money ain't going to satisfy you. Fame ain't going to satisfy you. Greatness. Only Jesus can satisfy the sin sick soul. Do I have a witness up in the house? He, he ego in me. I am the bread of life. I am, chapter 8 and 9, the light of the world. Amen. One light was against the backdrop of what the Pharisees were claiming through their heritage of Abraham, and the other was a man born blind, Bartimaeus, born blind, and Jesus walked up to the blind man and said, do you want to see? He said, yes, 
And Jesus reached down and took some mud, put some spittle to it, and refocused and made new eyes and said, Now go wash in the pool of Siloam and you will come away seeing. Some of us sitting here this morning, we blind as a bat with sunglasses on. And we need sight. We, we need light. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need phosphorus. We need, we need to be able to see what we can't see. Do I have a witness? And then, and then in John 10, I am the good shepherd. I'm, I'm the one that gave his life for the sheep. I'm not a hireling. Can I get a witness? Uh, I am intrinsically good. I'm the good shepherd. Everything I do is good. Can I get a witness? Uh, I, I'm not God because I'm good. I'm good because I'm God. Boy, that'll preach, won't it? That'll preach, Doc. And, and then he says, I am the resurrection and the life. You're not getting out of hell, but by me, you can't rise unless I rise you up. And, 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 and then I am the way, the truth, and the life. Chapter 14, I am the only way you get to glory. And now we're in chapter 15. Here's the last of the egoemies. I am the true vine, meaning there are other vines. He is the true vine. I'm so glad that I'm serving the true vine. He's the true, 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 true vine. And uh, there, there, there are just three critical connections here, child of God, when you look at the, uh, these trees, these gardens, these branches, these vines. And so Jesus comes along with this illustration this metaphor, this, yeah, this opening up of imagery to his disciples. And Jesus was doing this all along. He didn't just start doing this. He spoke in parables. He spoke in illustrations, spoke in metaphors, similes, spoke in allegories, all, all, all through the Bible. Jesus seized every occasion to use language that was a teaching tool. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so here, 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 uh, in John 15, we see a believer's connection to the vine. Now, the word connection here is by faith. Now, now let me stop pausing part because unlike some of my brethren in Christ who are of another persuasion, another uh, denomination, you can't work for salvation. There's nothing I can do to satisfy a holy God who demands perfect righteous blood. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Do I have a witness? Y'all getting quiet up in here. It's all right. You know I can take it. Can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, he says, I am, ego e me, the true vine and my father distinction. There is a trinity. I'm tired of these deists and atheists 
and other people saying, no, no, there's only one God, one God who manifests himself in three persons. God the Father fought it. God the Son bought it. God the Holy Ghost sealed it. Do I have a witness? And, and, and listen, the only time those three were on earth together is when he got baptized and when he died. Do I have a witness? Child of God, uh, you got to understand, God the Father sent the Son, and the Son did his work, went back and sent the Holy Ghost. Do I have a witness? There is a triunity to God. And all of them had the same attributes. All of them are equal. And do I have a witness? That, 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 that is, he said, in my father is the husbandman, the farmer, the vine dresser, the caretaker. God transfuses life. Now let me stop pausing part because this needs to be said. For by grace, love you don't deserve, are you saved through faith. And that faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. That means if I got this thing right, and I got it right by the grace of God, God gave me the faith to believe his word. God chose me before the foundation of the world. He predestined me. He adopted me, Ephesians 1. He called me. Can I get a witness? I'm so sick and tired of Christians trying to act cute like God didn't do that much. No, we was out there in cabarets. We were partying. We were getting high. We run up and down the street. I was in the military seven years all around the world doing my thing. But one day God called me. He called me out. When he calls you out, he's automatically calling you in too. Something else. And everything didn't change at once, did it? Didn't it? Everything didn't change at once. Come on now. I still was struggling with sin. I still was struggling with habits. I still was struggling with history. But God, who's rich in mercy. Thank you, Lord. That's why I praise him. That's why I praise him, because the Lord could have let me sink in hell. Can I get a witness? And when he calls you out, you got to come out. You can't tell God no. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, uh, Romans 10 says, If thou shalt confess, homo colego, say the same thing God is saying, the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Salvation is by grace, through faith, nothing else. Nothing else. That's why that thief on that cross, he was never baptized. He didn't usher. He didn't sing on no choir. All he said was, I believe you are the son of God. When you come in your kingdom, remember me. Isn't that right? Come on now. That, that is, child of God, when you look at the Romans road here, but they 
have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, who has believed our report? Then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Many are called, few are chosen. The call of salvation goes out to the world, but only those that God elected, yeah, will be saved. Thank you, Jesus. That, that is a design faith. Now, what we try to do is make it hard for somebody else. Well, I, I, I know I need to be saved. Well, you need, to, you need to stop smoking them cigarettes. You need to give up them drugs. You need to stop gambling. You need to stop running the streets and, and give your... That ain't in the Bible. That's something you made up. And the reason you made it up, because you ain't doing it no more. Or maybe you are. The, the fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is, shoot, I was a whoremonger, man. I ain't proud of that, but I'm proud of the fact that Jesus pulled me out of that mess. And I really don't care what you think about me. You didn't save me. Jesus saved me. Jesus pulled me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Can I get a witness? Jesus put me on a street called Street. Do I have a witness? Stop adding to your salvation. He, he's talking about a design faith. We had a man come up to our years ago and you could see cigarettes in his pocket and he had all his paraphernalia and all. And, and, and here's some of the officers of the church. Well, you need to throw that out. And I looked at him and said, what's wrong with you? You need to throw yourself out. <laughs> Sanctification is a process. Isn't that right? You don't, you don't get saved and everything changes overnight. You're alive from the pit. Come on now, you can, you can, y'all can help me out up in here. Can I get a witness? The fact, the fact of the matter is, there is a deceived faith in James chapter 2. Don't turn. It's a dead faith because faith without works is dead. You say you have faith, I say I have works. Your faith ought to be producing some good works. If you're not producing good works, your faith is faulty. Do I have a witness? You, you say, wait a minute, well, 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 I, I have to, well, the devil, the demons believe, and they tremble. What do they believe? They believe Jesus, son of God. They believe Jesus got all power to stand. They believe Jesus resurrected. They believe Jesus. They said, we know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Demonic faith is faith that claims to have faith with no works behind it. And then there's demonstrative faith of Abraham and Rahab. They did something. Abraham believed God, and it was counted for righteousness. So, so, so when he says, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman, He's dealing with the connection of faith. I believe most of you are saved. You got connection. It's the other parts that's going to mess you up. 
Connection, 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 connection to Christ. We got a prison ministry, people in jail. I'm, I'm giving my life to Christ. We got a hospital ministry, people being prayed for. A, a street ministry, people being prayed for. They, they get connection by believing and receiving. But some of them stop right there. Look what Jesus says here in verse 2. Every branch in me. Now let me stop pausing for a minute. When you see the preposition in, once you're in Christ, you're saved. And nobody can put you out. So is it possible to be saved, connected, and have a whole bunch of junk going on in my life? The answer is yes. Absolutely. If every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now, now this, is, this is a tragedy of a translation. Listen, listen. The words taketh away means, listen, that he lifts it up. That is, every branch that's not bearing fruit, although I have connection, but not cleansing. God comes along. If you ever seen a grape, a grapevine, it's like a fence that they got to tie him to. And if any grapes are dragging the ground, they can't grow more grapes. So the vine dresser comes along and pulls the grapes up. He lifts the grapes so they continue to grow. So I may have connection, but I'm still struggling with fornication. I'm still struggling with cigarettes and drinking. I'm still struggling with partying. And God comes along with a progressive sanctification project, and he's lifting the dirt out of my life. He's lifting me up. And some of my greats, brother preacher, was dragging. I, I had a connection, but I was struggling with the cleansing. I do I have a witness? Couldn't stop this, couldn't, didn't want to start this. Come on, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Can I get a witness? And God, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, he comes along and he begins to lift me out of dirt. Can I get a witness? You, you know what dirt is all about. You, I, 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 you, you remember them old washing machines that our parents had? And there, there's a mechanism in the middle of the washing machine called an agitator. And the purpose of the agitator is to throw dirt. Can I get a witness? It keeps throwing the clothes, and the dirt will come out of the clothes. I do I have a witness? Uh, we didn't have no bubble bath growing up in the 50s. Uh, we, we got bathed in tide. When the bubble in the, in, in the bathtub, but you came out clean. Do I have a witness? Y'all looking at me kind of funny up in here. Uh, can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, that, uh, thank God that we had parents that raised us in church, even though we didn't want to be there. We had to go to church. We had to go to Sunday school. We had, come on now, I'm, I'm, I'm saying something. Somebody bring up a child later. They knew what this thing was going to lead to. Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, the way this thing works, when you expose them to God at a young age, God didn't promise they're going to get saved the next day. But when they get old, they will not depart. Somewhere down the line, 
God's going to come back somewhere down the line. God's going to pull them up. Somewhere on the line, they're going to find Jesus. Can I get a witness? And it might be on a lonely road. It, it, it might be hooked up and it might be in jail. It might, it might be as a drunk. It might be on the side of the road. But somewhere, God's going to bring everything back to their remembrance. Can I get a witness? You're going to remember your Sunday school teacher. You're going to remember your Sunday school plan. You won't remember how many times you had to go to church. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I, you won't remember all that stuff. The Lord gonna bring it back, and He gonna save you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shores. Thank you, Jesus. In the Lord mighty good? Thank you, Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look what he says as part of this cleansing. Don't miss this. Now, the problem is some interpreters will tell you that verse 2 is talking about apostate believers. Amen. A view that these people that don't bear fruit are not saved. That's not so. When Jesus said, you're known by that fruit from Matthew 7, he was talking about false teachers. Yeah, as wolves in sheep's clothing. You'll know them by what comes out of them. Can I get a witness? Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. He was talking about the wolves. Do I have a witness? But, 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 but check out the cleansing. He says, and those that uh, bear not fruit, he is going to take it away, lift them up, lift, lift them up. Uh, Raymond Gordon, you don't need to have this, <laughs> yeah, in order to feel good. I've given you power through the paraclete that you can live a life that's pleasing to God when the old nature is rendered inoperative by the new nature. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, you don't have to uh -huh, put this stuff in your body no more. Uh, you don't have to hang with the wrong people no more. You don't have to be pressured into sinning anymore. I've given you power in the name of Jesus. He takes away in every branch that bears fruit. He purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, child of God, don't think God is cutting you all up. I have some plants at home, and when, and when, when the branches get soft and when the leaves turn yellow, I pull them off because they affect the growth of the rest of the plant. And he says, I come along and this dead wood I'm getting rid of. This stuff that's dead in your life, I'm going to pull off. Can I get a witness? I'm going to lift you up and then I'm going to purge. I'm going to give you not only a transfusion, I'm going to give you a transformation. And uh, child of God, it's all right here. Uh, fruit bearing begins with a genuine faith. 
and then fruit bearing continues with a growing fixture. And then he says, verse 4, abide in me. This is all in the cleansing process. If you just abide in me, uh, stay close to me. Stick around me. Lord have mercy. If you just dwell with me, abide in me and I in you. Can I get a witness? He said the same will bring it forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Do I have a witness? I was telling the church this morning when I, when I was in the government, I, I came out of the military after seven years, 1974. I got, I got some government jobs. I wore a suit every day. I was in management. I was up there in the Northeast Aviation Supply Office with a $6 million budget for the government doing governmental counting. I did it two years. And I would come to work. Everybody knew I was a minister. I couldn't work with my suit on. And they was wild up there, man. They was wild. So uh, one Friday night, uh, uh, these, these, these young ladies on the job, black and white, said, Hey, Ray, what, what you doing after work? I said, Well, what's going on home? They said, Come on, go with us. We're going to happy hour. I said, Okay, we can go. I said, So we, we, got, we got in this place way up in the Northeast. They in there, they drinking, they partying. I'm sitting at the table with a Diet Coke, and they're sitting there. And we laugh and we talk about the job, we talk about life. And one girl said, I didn't know if you were going to come. I said, no, I'm here. I'm here. My presence threw them for a loop. Because most of your church folk, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. At, least, at, least, at least that's what you do on Sunday. And, and, and I said, listen, baby, nobody's going to force me to do what I want to do anyhow. But me sitting there, Lord have mercy, at happy hour. I know y'all don't know what happy hour is. That's when people get happy. Blew their mind because I was, I was able to represent Christ and still not, come on now, not condemn them for what they was doing. They didn't offer me a drink. They didn't offer to buy me a drink. They knew I wasn't going to drink. But the fact that the Jesus in me, I'm trying to preach to somebody. Time. I, had, I had members say, well, I've been invited to a wedding and they got an open bar and they're going to be drinking. I said, well, go. You still don't have to drink. Can I get a witness? Reminds me of a lady who was saved and strung out for Christ and her husband was unsaved. And he said, I want you to go to a party with me tonight. And she looked at him. She was reading the Bible. She said, fine, I'll go. And uh, he, uh, you know, they went to the party and everybody in there dancing and drinking. And she's sitting on the couch reading the Bible. <laughs> Next thing, one lady got off the floor and sat down beside another lady. And the whole group, was, uh, she was talking to him. And he said, I can't take you nowhere. Without that Bible, she, she was merely letting her presence, Lord have mercy, show forth. Can I get a witness? And, and, and think about church. We come to a building on Sunday, open it up, we make noise, and then we lock it back up and go home. And if you think that's the New Testament church, you're out of your military mind. 
we ought to be out there. I'm preaching now, Doc. We, we ought to come in here to get our, 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 our tanks filled up and then go back out there and serve the Lord. Check it out. Check it out. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except that it abide in the vine. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me nothing, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is with it. Now, now here's the problematic piece to this, to this uh, metaphor. He's not talking about hellfire. He's talking about works. You say, well, where do you get that from? 1 Corinthians 3 says, don't turn, 1 Corinthians 3 says <laughs> that if our works are ungodly, the works will burn up, but we ourselves will be saved. Don't it say that? You just ain't getting no reward for that mess. But ye yourselves will be saved. Your salvation impacts your sanctification, but it doesn't demand that sanctification comes first in order to have salvation. Are y'all are getting what I'm trying to say? What's burned? Works! Cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. The reason it can't be hellfire, because he just said, every branch in me. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. Old things are passed away. Go home and read 1 Corinthians 3 to give you some insight. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Uh-oh. If you got connection without cleansing, your prayers will not be answered. Your prayers are answered when you have connection and then cleansing. You don't have to work for your salvation, but you got to work for your blessings. Oh, Lord, it's getting tied up in here. If I'm not living right, God ain't blessing me. Uh-oh. Thank you, Jesus. Hooking, crooking, slipping, sliding, peeping, hiding. I done did all that stuff, man. Thank you, Jesus. And when you are slipping around doing your thing, you don't have no peace anyhow. And the more you lie, you got to keep lying. Once you tell one lie, you got to keep lying. Just go to Washington, D.C., you'll see it. Once, once you tell one lie, you just keep lying. One lie covers another lie. Do I have a witness? It's tight. Uh-oh. Hmm. Connection. Cleansing. 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 God had to cleanse me from pornography. 
And every once in a while right now, I get these little flickering things coming back. Be careful what you watch on TV. Satan will give you a picture you can't get rid of. Do I have a witness? It's tight. Hmm. Whether it's lesbianism, homosexuality, whatever. Connection with cleansing leads to blessings. Hmm. The sin we hold on to can prevent us from having joy. Well, Lord, help me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I know it's not easy. Come on, man, you want to hear this? All these memories come back. And I've never been addicted to drugs by the grace of God, but I had an experience that gave me an education on this stuff. You know, three o'clock in the morning years ago, my one of my wisdom tooth was killing me, and I jumped in the car, pulsating, ran to Pennsylvania Hospital, and uh, they shot some morphine in my mouth. And I said, and the pain was gone. Now look up at Pastor. The pain really wasn't gone. Are y'all with me? The pain really wasn't gone. The pain was still there. But the medicine had psyched me out that the pain was gone. You still got pain in your life right now. Pain ain't going nowhere. You just got a sedative. You psyching yourself out. Can I get a witness? That the pain is gone. Lord have mercy. So about 10 minutes later, man, my tooth started throbbing again. I said, give me some more. We can't give you no more. You, you, You done maxed out. Now I'm walking down the street trying to buy some morphine. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting this. See, when your pain starts pulsating, you want to fix. You want something to deal with your emotional, mental, psychological, physical pain. And God is saying all that stuff is just a, a mirage whom the sun sets free. You need Jesus to deal with it. Can I get a witness? You need Jesus to touch that area of your life, which which is painful. Do I have a witness? Oh, this thing is tight. So I had to go through a long process. I'm on Chestnut Street and seeing this other brother in Christ. He said, we was all in karate pictures. And we went to this video shop. This was years ago, man. Like 10th and Chestnut. And they had thousands of karate pictures. I said, oh, man, I'm going to buy these up. And then as I'm walking up the aisles, I see a sign that says, adults only. (laughs) 
I said, I can't go back there. I'll be going to hell again, Doc, if I go back there. I can't, I can't fool with that. And God gave me the strength to walk out the store. I refuse to bring that stuff back into my life. Are y'all praying with me? Are y'all really praying with me? Uh, uh, child of God, the process of cleansing is going to cost you something. The process of being cleansed, you're going to have to fight a little bit. You're going to have to say no to what you want to say yes to. You're going to have to walk away from what you don't want to walk away from. Can I get a witness? God will give you the wherewithal, amen, to stand up against that stuff, praying always in the spirit, putting on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles, tricks of the enemy. I'm, I'm trying to tell you why in a church context, people profess connection, but without cleansing, they're left to be in a homosexual state, a lesbian state, an addictive state. I'm just trying to preach you the truth. And it takes time, Doc. It takes time, Doc. Can I get a witness? It takes a lot of time, but the Spirit is doing something on the inside. Isn't he doing something on the inside? Isn't he pulling down strongholds? Isn't he erecting new walls, new desires, new will, new wisdom, new work? Hmm. Hmm. Here's the last part of this. The connection is salvation. The cleansing is sanctification. The communion is satisfaction. Now I want you to check this out. Don't miss this. In chapter 15, are you with me? He says, eh, as the Father, verse 9 hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. If ye keep my commandments, cleansing, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I'm abiding in his love. He said, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be filled. Boy, this is heavy. Communion is your everyday life with Jesus. Your devotions, your, you pray in the car, you pray in the bathroom, you pray in the kitchen, you, come on now, you pray at work, you, you pray on the subway, you pray on the bus, you, it, yeah, for uh, praying always and in everything giving thanks. When your mind is fixed on him, that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Uh, do I have a witness? Because he trusteth in thee. Uh, won't he keep you in peace when your mind is on him? When all hell's coming against you, but your mind is on him. When, amen. 
the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs are against you, but your mind is on him. He'll give you power. I'm a witness. He'll give you power to overcome sin. Won't he do it, saints? God is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. Can he do it, saints? That's why Paul said we are troubled on every side, but we don't get distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We, eh, eh, we are knocked down, but never knocked out. Can I get a witness? Why? Because we have this earthen vessel. We have this treasure in this earthen vessel that the power might be of God and not of us. Can I get a witness? Child of God, and see, it's the communion after the cleansing, after the connection that allows me, amen, to take a licking and keep on ticking. I wish I had a witness up in here. Bring it, Satan. You can bring it all you want. I've got the victory here. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Do I have a witness? Uh, there's no weapon formed against you shall prosper when the enemy comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Uh, do I have a witness? And you got to learn, the child of God, to preach to yourself. You got to learn, amen, to talk about the promises. You got to learn to know that God's got your back. You got to learn that God's got your front. God's got your side. God brought you out. God will take you in. He's worthy. Anywhere. He's worthy. Anywhere. He's worthy to be praised. They took him from Judgment Hall to Judgment Hall. Didn't mumble a single word. They let him off the Golgotha. They hung him up on a cross, put nails in his feet, nails in his hands, stuck a sword in his side, mocked him on a cross. He saved others, but he can't save himself. Can I get a witness? And they laughed at him. They spit on him. They made fun of him. But Jesus was hung up for our hang-ups. Can I get a witness? They put him on a cross at 9 in the morning, left him there to 3 in the afternoon. Then they said, take him down before the Sabbath comes. Do I have a witness? Child of God, and when they took him down, the Bible says he died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth started reeling and rocking. He died till the Roman centurion said, surely... This was the Son of God. They put him in a grave. Then they put him in a grave. But early, early, I said early, Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Anywhere there. But let me stop one second. I didn't tell you when they put him in a grave what happened. He went walking into hell he walked down into Sheol and he preached to the spirits he told them I told you so 
some angels shot down into hell according to Psalm 24 and said lift up your heads O ye gates and be lifted up to everlasting arms for the king of glory shall come in some imp said who is this king of glory Abraham said he's a city on a hill Ezekiel said he's a will in a will Jeremiah said he's a bomb in Gilead can I get a witness Jesus is the Christ son of the living God and he's worthy and he's worthy worthy He's worthy. He's worthy. I want connection. I want cleansing. And I want communion. So when I say a prayer, the Lord says, it's already done to you. Because not only do you have connection, you've been cleansed. And you got communion. You walk with me every day. You talk with me every day. You praise me every day. You give to me every day. You live for me every day. So when you call, I'll be there. When you need me, I'll show up. You can't have connection without cleansing. Cleansing without communion. Let's stay on our feet this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of our Christ. As every head's bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, you need to believe and receive. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You need connection. Maybe some of you have connection, but you need cleansing. You need the Lord to overtake the things that keep putting you into conflict. You might have cleansing, but you need communion. He needs to be first. You need to walk with him and talk with him and trust him and leave everything in his hands. If you're here this morning, you want to give your life to Christ, raise your hand. Is there one? Love to have you. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church in Christian experience? Is there one? For years, I had connection without cleansing. I was frustrated. I learned some cleansing, but I had no communion. Can I get a witness? When you have all three, God's ear is to your prayers. He will bless you beyond your imagination. I'm a witness. When you call, I'll answer. Why? Because you've had connection, cleansing, 
and communion. Father, dismiss us with your choices, benediction. Drive this message home that we may have connection through faith, but we need cleansing from the flesh and we need communion in our fixed state of abiding in you and you abiding in us. Clean us up this morning in the name of Jesus. And we give you the praise and the glory and the honor and the adoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's come up and greet our millennials. If you are a millennial out there, come on up. Love to have you. Love you. See you Wednesday. See you next Saturday. Leadership meeting. We love you. Have a great day.